welcome to the Brookwood Church Sunday Message Podcast. On this episode, we celebrate the death and resurrection of our Savior, Jesus Christ. This short Easter message was delivered by our senior pastor, Perry Duggar, and was accompanied by worship music throughout the service. If you'd like to listen to the service, it's currently available on our website, brookwoodchurch.org, or you can download and listen to it on our Brookwood Church app. risen Savior. And because of that, are we living risen lives? Today's message is entitled, An Angel Said. It's found in Matthew chapter 28. You can open your Bibles. If you're using this book that we sell, it's page 800 or your smartphone, and it's also on the back of your outline. I begin at Matthew chapter 28, verse 1. Early on Sunday morning, as the new day was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary, that's not the mother of Jesus, that's the mother of James and Joseph, went out to the tomb. Now I want you to put yourself in the place of these women. Early that Sunday morning, sun just beginning to come up. They're weighed down with shock, with grief. They were likely weeping as they walked in that dim light, as they were drawn to the place where Jesus, this man they had followed, they had listened to, they had learned from, they had come to love deeply, but had been put to death and buried two days ago on Friday evening. Now, some had speculated that this wise and caring teacher was the Messiah, the long-awaited Messiah, and one who would lead an uprising against the oppressive Rome. But now he's dead, and with it, their hope. At verse 2, suddenly there was a great earthquake. This is the second earthquake. The first occurred when? At Jesus' death. For an angel of the Lord came down from heaven, rolled aside the stone, and sat on it. His face shone like lightning, and his clothing was as white as snow. The guards shook with fear when they saw him, and they fell into a dead faint. The angel spoke, and we want to hear what he said. The first thing he said is shown here at verse one. Then the angel spoke to the women, don't be afraid. See, the angel knew these women would be frightened when they encountered the sight of this angel. I mean, after all these hardened, trained Roman soldiers had fainted away. And encountering the supernatural should be startling to any of us. The angel said, don't be afraid. 
because there's no need to fear one whose purpose in living and dying and being raised from the dead is to provide for each of us forgiveness of sins, a full, a satisfying, as the scripture says, a life that's truly life. Jesus knows you fully. Nothing's hidden. And yet he loves you completely. And he, only he, knows what is best for you. So there's no reason to be afraid. So kids, I want you to shout out with me. Don't be afraid. Let me hear it. Oh, I like it. I heard some good voices out there. Y'all stay with me now through this service. The angel then said, come and see at verse five. I know you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He isn't here. He was raised from the dead just as he said what happened. Now come, see where his body was lying. You see, the angel invited these women to take a closer look inside the tomb. Now imagine you're one of these women. You've already encountered this startling angel and he says, come look in the tomb where you expect to see a corpse. Now the tombs in Israel have low entrances. So you have to bend down often to step forward and then it's, there's a higher ceiling. So imagine these two women hesitating first, then ducking their heads and stepping through the opening. And then when they stand up, they see the shelf cut from the limestone wall where Jesus' body had been laid after being surrounded by strips of linen. And now all they see are those strips of linen appearing empty like a cocoon after a moth has left. We're all invited to come and see. You see, Jesus says, ask whatever you want. Look closely, listen carefully, and then slowly decide whether you will trust him and surrender your life to him. You see, the stone wasn't rolled away so Jesus could escape. He was already gone. The stone was rolled away so we can look inside, so the women could enter. And so you're invited, examine the evidence. Read what the Bible says. You can read other sources. Lee Strobel has some very fine books. Josh McDowell, a few as well. Reasons to believe. But I would suggest you look closely at the personal lives and the testimonies of people whose individual lives have been changed dramatically radically by experiencing the supernatural. Okay, kids, here's the next one. Come and see. Let me hear it. I want you in here every week. <laughs> the angel also said, go and tell. In verse seven. And now go quickly and tell his disciples 
that he has risen from the dead. You see, after these women entered the tomb, they examined where Jesus laid. They were convinced. But were they convinced just because of what they saw? Somebody could have taken the corpse. There are all kinds of other reasons. Mm -mm. They were convinced because the truth was revealed to them, just as it has been to us. And then the angel told them, now you go spread that good news. You have something to say. See, when the truth of Jesus' identity and purpose dawns on you, is revealed to you, you will tell somebody else. You can't hold it in. So the angel said, go and tell. Kids, let me hear it. Go and tell. I like it. The kids also, the angel also said, expect an encounter. We continue in verse seven. And he is going ahead of you to Galilee and you will see him there. They did see him. If you drop down to verse nine, you see, and as they went, Jesus met them and greeted them and they ran to him. They grasped his feet and they worshiped him. If you believe, if you search, if you desire, you'll encounter Jesus Christ. You'll encounter him personally. You'll hear his voice and you will be eager to worship him. There'll be no hesitation. See, the Christian faith is not primarily an agreement with certain facts. Understanding some theological points. You see, a, the Christianity is in its essence a personal relationship with Jesus that begins with an encounter. Every personal relationship you have begins with personal encounter. Well, so does your relationship with Christ. And when you have this encounter with the Spirit of God who reveals Jesus to you, you receive new birth. And you're transformed and you begin transforming from that point forward. So you can expect an encounter. Let me hear it, kids. Finally. I want some of you to come back next service. Okay. The angel said to remember. Remember what I've told you. The angel encouraged these women to never forget what they'd experienced. They walked into the tomb. They became convinced of Jesus' resurrection. They understood his identity. And they encountered him on the road. Don't forget your encounter with Christ. Either the initial one or all the subsequent experiences that you've had with him. Remember what he's told you. Reflect on all those experiences with Jesus because each one changed you a bit. Each one refined your faith. Each one strengthened your commitment. After hearing the angel speak, it says the women ran quickly from the tomb. Now they were frightened, but they were also filled 
with great joy. And they rushed to give the disciples the angel's message. They knew the truth. Jesus was alive. They couldn't contain it. This man truly is the Messiah. He's the Savior from God. And they ran with joy to offer hope to others. Do you have hope to offer? That's my question. I'm going to ask you to offer hope to a difficult situation. Brookwood Church has been supporting about 10,000 children in India. We largely built a facility and the church budget and many of you individually have been giving for a number of years. But because Praveen and his partners had hoped to offer these untouchable children who could not be educated, hardly employable, and were considered castaways. He has now had 10,000 children show up, not from his efforts, just turned over to him where they can be fed, they can be educated, they can be taught about Jesus Christ. I think God's raising an army, but the army's hungry. We need 2,067 $20 bags of rice per year to feed them. Now there's something less than 2,000, around 2,000 in this room, and we have three more services. I'm asking every one of you to give them a bag a month. Teenagers, if you have a job, you pitch in too. Children, pool your allowance. Some of you make a lot of allowance. This is something we can do as a church, a little bit of sacrifice and reflecting the great sacrifice of Christ at Easter. But I'm not asking you for it today. I don't want to manipulate you or make you feel like I've pushed you in a corner. Next week, I'm going to ask for a commitment. So please pray about it this week and come back prepared to help out. So remember what the angel said. Kids, I want some help. When you're searching for Jesus, let me hear it. Don't be afraid. Come and see. Go and tell. And expect an encounter. The counselors will be here. They're here to pray with you, to talk with you about faith. And I pray that you'll have a joyous Easter. Father, we thank you for your son who came and died that we might live. We celebrate you on this occasion. Amen. Thank you for coming. Here at Brookwood Church, our desire is to assist you in pursuing a relationship with Jesus so that you can experience transformed life. One of the ways that you can do that is by getting connected here at Brookwood. If you would like to know more about the many ways that you can connect with other Christians, or if you just have questions about who we are, you can email us at connections at brookwoodchurch.org or call us at 864-688-8326. You can also find our past messages on our website or on our Brookwood app. Thank you so much for listening and have a blessed day.